ಅಥತ್ರಿಪಂಚಾಶಸ್ಸರ್ಗಹಾಂಸ್ರೇಷ್ಠಿಹೋವಾಚಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಂ ಜಾಗರ್ತವ್ಯಮತಂದ್ರಿಭ್ಯಾಮ್ಯಪ್ರಭೃತಿರಾತ್ರಿಷೌ ಯೋಗಕ್ಷೇಮೌ ಹಿ ಸೀತಾಯಾವರ್ತೆ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಾವಯೋ ರಾತ್ರಿ ಕಥಂಚಿದೇವೇಮಾಂ ಸೌಮಿತ್ರೇ ವರ್ತಯಾಮಹೆ ಅಪವರ್ತಮಹೆ ಭೂಮಾವಾಸ್ತೀರ್ಯಸ್ವಯಮರ್ಜಿತೈ ಸತು ಸಂವಿಷ್ಯ ಮೇರಿನ್ಯಾಂ ಮಹಾರ್ಹಶಯನೋಚಿತ ಹಿಮಾಸೌಮಿತ್ರೇರಾಮೋವ್ಯಾಜಹಾರಕಥಾಶುಭಾಧ್ರುವಮಧ್ಯಮಹಾರಾಜೋಖಂ ಕಿಂಕರಿಷ್ಯತಿ ಕಾಮಾತ್ಮಕೈಕೈಯಾವಶಮಾಗತಮಾಲೋಕ್ಯರಾಜ್ಞಶ್ಚಮತಿಭ್ರಮಂ ಕಾಮ ಏವಾಧರ್ಮಾಭ್ಯಾಂಗರೀಯಾನಿತಿ ಕೋಹ್ಯವಿದ್ವಾನ್ಪುಮಾನ್ ಪ್ರಮದಾಯೇತ್ಯಜೇತ್ ಛಂದಾನುವರ್ತಿಂಪುತ್ರಾಮಿವಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ಸುಖೀಬತಸುಭಾರ್ಯಶ್ಚರತಃಕೈಸುತ ಮುದಿತಾನ್ ಕೋಸಲಾನೇಕೋ ಯೋ ಭೋಕ್ಷ್ಯತ್ಯಧಿರಾಜವತ್ ಸಹಿರಾಜ್ಯಸ್ಯಸುಖಮೇಕಂಭವಿಷ್ಯತಿ ತಾತೆಯಸಾತೀತೆ ಮಯಿಚಾರಣ್ಯಮಾಶ್ರಿತೆ ಅರ್ಥಧರ್ಮೌಪರಿತ್ಯಜ್ಯ ಯಮನುವರ್ತತೆ ಮಾಪದ್ಯತೆ ಕ್ಷಿಪ್ರಂ ರಾಜಾದಶರಥೋ ಯಥ ಮನ್ಯೆ ದಶರಥಾಂತಾಯ ಮಮ ಪ್ರವ್ರಾಜನಾಯ ಕೈಕೇಯೀ ಸೌಮ್ಯ ಸಂಪ್ರಾಪ್ತಾರಾಜ್ಯಾಯ ಭರತಸ್ಯೀದಾನೀಂತು ಕೈಕೇಯೀ ಸೌಭಾಗ್ಯಮದಮೋಹಿತ ಕೌಸಲ್ಯಾಂಚ ಸುಮಿತ್ರಾಂಚ ಸಾ ಪ್ರಬಾಧೇತಮತ್ಕೃತೆ ಮಾತಸ್ಮತ್ಕಾರಣಾದೇವೀ ಸುಮಿತ್ರಾ ದುಃಖಮಾವಸೇತ್ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಮಿತೇವೇ ಪ್ರವಿಶಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ಅಹಮೇಕೋ ಗಮಿಷ್ಯಾಮಿ ಸೀತೆಯಾ ಸಹ ದಂಡಕಾನ್ ಅನಾಥಾಯಿನಾಥಸ್ತ್ವ ಕೌಸಲ್ಯಾಯಿಷ್ಯಸಿ ಕ್ಷುದ್ರಕರ್ಮಿ ಕೈಕೇಯೀದ್ದೇಶಾನ್ಯಾಯಮಾಚರೇತ್ ಪರಿದ್ಯಾಧಿಧರ್ಮಗರಂತೆ ಮಮ ಮಾತರಂ ನೂನಂ ಜಾತ್ಯಂತರೇತಾತಸ್ತ್ರಿಯ ಪುತ್ರೈರ್ವಿಯೋಜಿತ ಜನನ್ಯಾಮಸೌಮಿತ್ರೇ ತದ್ಯೈತದುಪಸ್ಥಿತ ಮಯಾಚಿರಪುಷ್ಟೇನ ದುಃಖ ಸಂವರ್ಧಿತೇನ ವಿಪ್ರಯುಜ್ಯತ ಕೌಸಲ್ಯಾಫಲಕಾಲೇಧಿಗಸ್ತು ಮಾಸ್ಮಸೀಮಂತಿಚಿಜ್ಜನೇತ್ಪುತ್ರಮೀದೃಶ ಸೌಮಿತ್ರೇಯೋಹಮಂಬಾಯಾದ್ಮಿಶೋಕಮನಂತಕ ಮನ್ಯೆ ಪ್ರೀತಿಶಿಷ್ಟಾಸಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಸಾರಿಕ ಯತ್ತಸ್ಯಾಶ್ರೂಯತೆ ವಾಕ್ಯಂ ಶುಕಪಾದಮರೇರ್ದಶ ಶೋಚಂತ್ಯಾಶ್ಚಾಲ್ಪಾಗ್ಯಾಯಾಕಿಂಚಿದುಪಕುರ್ವತ ಪುತ್ರೇಣ ಕಿಮಪುತ್ರಾಯಾಮಯಾಕಾರ್ಯಮರಿಂದಮಾ ಅಲ್ಪಾಗ್ಯಾ ಹಿ ಮೇ ಮಾತಾ ಕೌಸ
ಶೇತೆ ಪರಮ ದುಃಖಾರ್ತ ಪತಿತ ಶೋಕ ಸಾಗರೆ ಏಕೋಹ್ಯ ಮಯೋಧ್ಯಾಂಚ ಪೃಥಿವೀಂಚ ಪಿಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ತರೇಯಮಿಷಭಿಕ್ರುದ್ಧೋ ನನು ವೀರ್ಯಮ ಕಾರಣ ಅಧರ್ಮ ಭಯಭೀತಶ್ಚ ಪರಲೋಕಸ್ಯಚಾನಘ ತೇನ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣನಾದ್ಯಾಹಮಾತ್ಮಾನಮಭಿಷೇಚೆಯೇತನ್ಯಚ್ಚರುಣಂ ವಿಲಪ್ಯ ವಿಜನೇ ಬಹೂ ಅಶ್ರುಪೂರ್ಣಮುಖೋದೀನೋ ನಿಶಿತೂಷ್ಣೀಮುಪಾವಿಶತ್ ವಿಲಾಪೋಪರತಂರಾಮಂಗತಾರ್ಚಿಶಮಿವಾನಲಂ ಸಮುದ್ರಮಿವ ನಿರ್ವೇಗಮಾಶ್ವಾಸಯತಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ಧ್ರುವಮಧ್ಯಪುರೀರಾಮ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಯುಧಿನಾಂಬರ ನಿಷ್ಪ್ರಭಾತ್ವಯ ನಿಷ್ಕ್ರಾಂತೆ ಗತಚಂದ್ರೇವ ಶರ್ವರೀ ಮೈತದೌಪಯಿಕಂ ರಾಮ ಯದಿದಂ ಪರಿತಪ್ಯಸೆ ವಿಷಾದಯಸಿ ಸೀತಾಂಚ ಮಾಂಚೈವ ಪುರುಷ ಋಷಭ ನ ಚೀತಾತ್ವಯಾಹೀನಾನಚಾಹಮಿ ರಾಘವ ಮುಹೂರ್ತಮಿ ಜೀವಾವೋ ಜಲಾನ್ ಮತ್ಸ್ಯಾವಿವೋಧೃತೌ ಮಹಿತಂ ನ ಶತ್ರುಘ್ನ ನ ಸುಮಿತ್ರಂ ಪರಂತಪ ದ್ರಷ್ಟುಮಿಚ್ಛೇಯ ಮದ್ಯಾಹಂ ಸ್ವರ್ಗಂ ಚಾಪಿತ್ವಯಾತಸ್ತ್ರ ಸಮಾಸೀನೌ ನಾತಿ ದೂರೇ ನಿರೀಕ್ಷತ ನ್ಯಗ್ರೋಧೇ ಸುಕೃತಾಂಶಯ್ಯಾಂ ಭೇಜಾತೆ ಧರ್ಮವತ್ಸಲೌ ಸ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಸ್ಯೋತ್ತಮ ಪುಷ್ಕಲಂ ವಚೋ ನಿಶಮ್ಯ ಚೈವಂಬನಭಾಸಮಾದರಾತ್ ಸಮಸ್ತಿದೇ ಪರಂತ ಪ್ರಪದ್ಯ ಧರ್ಮಂ ಶುಚಿರಾಯ ರಾಘವ ತತಸ್ತು ತಸ್ಮಿನ್ ವಿಜನೇ ಮಹಾಬಲೌ ಮಹಾವನೇ ರಾಘವ ವಂಶವರ್ಧನೌ ನತೌಭಯಂ ಸಂಭ್ರಮಭ್ಯುಪೇಯತುರ್ಯಥೈವ ಸಿಂಹೋಗಿರಿಸಾನುಗೋಚರೌ ಇತ್ಯಾರ್ಷೇ ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ರಾಮಾಯಣೆ ವಾಲ್ಮೀಕೀಯೇ ಆದಿಕಾವ್ಯೇ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಂಡೇ ತ್ರಿಪಂಚಾಶಸ್ಸರ್ಗ ಅಯೋಧ್ಯಾಂಡ ಕ್ಯಾಂಟು ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ತ್ರೀ ಅಪ್ರಿಹೆಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಟ್ರಬಲ್ ಫಾರ್ ಕೌಸಲ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಎಟ್ ದ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೈಕೇಯಿ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮ ಹೂ ವಾಸ್ ಸೀಟೆಡ್ ಎಟ್ ದ ಫುಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಅ ಬ್ಯಾನಿಯನ್ ಟ್ರೀ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಾಸ್ ಅ ಪಾಸ್ಟ್ ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಆರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಪರ್ಸುವೇಷನ್ ಪರ್ಸುವೇಡ್ಸ್ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ಟು ದ ಬೆಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಎಬಿಲಿಟಿ ಟು ರಿಟರ್ನ್ ಟು ಅಯೋಧ್ಯ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣ ಹೌವೆವರ್ ಪ್ಲೀಡ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಎಬಿಲಿಟಿ ಟು ಸರ್ವೈವ್ ಇನ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಆಬ್ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬಡ್ಜ್ ಆನ್ ಇಂಚ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಹಿಸ್ ರೆಸಲ್ಯೂಷನ್ ಟು ಸ್ಟೇ ವಿತ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಎಲ್ಡೆಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರದರ್ ಶ್ರೀರಾಮ ದೇಫೋ yields and sets his seal to his continuing with him during his exile having reached the foot of the aphosa tree and worshiped the evening twilight shri rama the foremost of those affording delight to others spoke to lakshmana as follows so the tradition goes this night which has overtaken us today outside the territory inhabited by our own people is the first night which will pass without sumantra you ought not to sorrow over it remaining free from lassitude we must both keep awake during the coming nights for the procuration of what is needed by sita and the protection of her person and honor etc are our care o lakshmana let us pass this night anyhow o son of sumitra let us lie down on the ground covering it with straw leaves and so on procured with our own hands sitting on the bare ground the said shri rama for his part who was accustomed to costly beds addressed the following suitable remarks to lakshmana 
Surely the emperor must be sleeping uncomfortably tonight, O Lakshmana. Kaikeyi, on the other hand, who has her desired object accomplished, ought to feel gratified. Seeing Bharata returned from his maternal grandfather's, Queen Kaikeyi, I am afraid, may not actually rob the emperor of his very life for the sake of sovereignty. What will the king, whose desire to see me installed as Prince Regent, lingers even now in his mind and who has fallen into the clutches of Kaikeyi, who is aged and therefore helpless and has further been disunited from me? What will the king do to foil her designs upon his life? Viewing this evil plight of mine and the perversion of the king's mind, I am led to think that gratification of the senses is of greater moment than earthly gain and religious merit. What man, even though ignorant, would actually abandon for the sake of a woman, a son following his will, even as father has abandoned me, O Lakshmana? Ah, Kaike's son Bharata alone is happy and the spouse of a lucky woman in that he is going to rule over the prosperous kingdom of Kosala like an overlord, his claim being disputed by none. For he will enjoy the undivided blessings of the entire kingdom now that father is superannuated and I have retired to the forest. He who pursues sensuous pleasures, neglecting wealth and virtue, soon comes to grief in the same way as King Dashratha has. I believe, O oh good brother, that Kaikeyi came to this house to bring about the end of Dasharatha, to send me into exile and to secure kingship for Bharata. Blinded by pride of good fortune, I am afraid the aforesaid Kaikeyi may even now persecute Kausalya and Sumitra too because of their relation with me and you. Your mother, Queen Sumitra, is likely to suffer hardship because of her affinity to us. From this very place, therefore, O Lakshmana, proceed you to Ayodhya next morning. I shall proceed to the Dandaka forest alone with Sita, while you will be a protector to Kausalya, who will be left without a protector after the death of King Dasharatha. Kaikeyi of vile deeds may undoubtedly resort to unfair means due to malice and even administer poison to your mother and mine, O knower of what is right. In some other past birth, O dear brother, women must have been deprived of their sons by my mother Kausalya. That act of hers alone, O Lakshmana, has recoiled on her in the form of this visitation. At a time when Kausalya, my mother, should have found her labours repaid by me, she has been deprived of my company by me, who was nurtured by her for long years and brought up with great pains. Woe to me! Let no matron give birth to such a son as myself, who, O Lakshmana, have inflicted endless sorrow on my mother. I believe that Maina which is kept as a pet by Mother Kausalya, O Lakshmana, is more affectionate towards my mother than I, since from her are heard the words, Bite, O parrot, the foot of the enemy of our master, and thereby render him incapable of marching against our master. What purpose of my grieving mother of poor luck, who is as good as issueless, can be served by me, her son, who does no good to her, O chastiser of foes? 
of poor luck indeed is my mother, Kausalya, who, bereft as she is of me, is stricken with great agony and lies plunged in a sea of grief. When enraged, I can surely subdue with my arrows, single-handed, not only the kingdom of Ayodhya, but the earth as well, O Lakshmana. But show of valour is not always conducive to good in the other world. I am afraid of sin that will be incurred by me if I fail to help my father in implementing the boons conferred by him on Kaikeyi, as well as of ruining my prospects in the other world, O sinless Lakshmana. Hence, I do not install myself in the office of Prince Regent by force today. Having wailed piteously as aforesaid, and in many other ways in that lonely forest, Sri Rama sat quiet during the night, afflicted as he was, his face bathed in tears. Lakshmana comforted Sri Rama as follows, when the latter had ceased lamenting and looked like a fire whose flames had gone out and a sea that had lost its vehemence. The city of Ayodhya, O Rama, now that you have come away from it, has undoubtedly been divested of its splendour and resembles a night without the moon, O jewel, among armed warriors. It is not desirable, O Rama, that you should grieve in this way. You make Sita and myself too sad thereby, O jewel among men. Bereft of you, O scion of Raghu, neither Sita nor I myself can survive, even for a short while, any more than fish taken out of water. Today, I wish to see neither father nor Shatrugna, my younger brother, nor Sumitra, my own mother, nor even heaven without you, O tormentor of foes. Perceiving a bed decently prepared by Lakshmana at the foot of the banyan tree, not very far from the place occupied by them, while they were comfortably seated there, Sri Rama and Sita, who were tenderly alive to their duty, then sought the bed. Hearing attentively the excellently worded and comprehensive submission of Lakshmana reproduced above and embracing for a fairly lengthy period the course of conduct prescribed for hermits, Sri Rama, a sign of Raghu, the tormentor of foes, resolved to spend all the years of his exile with Lakshmana. Thenceforward, the two exceptionally mighty princes, Sri Rama and Lakshmana, the promoters of the race of Raghu, never experienced fear or agitation while dwelling in that great lonely forest any more than a couple of lions living on a mountain peak. Thus ends Canto 53 in the Ayodhya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.